and thank you for joining us today. I'm Gretchen Robinson, Marketing Dietitian with Martin Brothers Distributing, and we're so glad you're joining us for this mini-series on equipping senior living facility leaders and dining directors with the knowledge of industry challenges and putting cost control measures into place in order to feed your bottom line. We're going to begin our discussion just by laying some foundation. We can all understand that the pandemic created a lot of pain points and some of them lasted a little bit longer than others and some continue today. And we're gonna take a look at the current situation with the help of my guest, Ryan Young. He's the Executive Director of National Accounts and Senior Living. So welcome, Ryan. Thank you, Gretchen. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks. I think so, too. How would you suggest that we wrap our heads around the challenges in our industry? I would like to look at it from really a three-headed monster. Mm -hmm. The reason I use monster is they all kind of feed off of each other. Uh, Supply chain, inflation, and labor. The last two and a half years have shown us how complex our global food system is Mm -hmm. and the impact a few areas like the cost of shipping um, containers overseas, has been over 500%. The difficulty sourcing raw materials, examples, you know, from packaging, somebody might be able to make a product, but they might not have the packaging to ship it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pudding example, um, no starch, can't make pudding, which causes delays. The labor challenges, the driver shortages, the reductions manufacturers have had to make um, in SKUs. Um, they've really had to focus on what they can make um, and the greatest demand. Mm-hmm. So some tough decisions there. There are challenges everywhere you look. The positive is we are increasing our inventory levels and we are seeing an increase in levels of order fulfillment, which has in turn allowed us to increase our fill rates mm-hmm. for our customers. Mm-hmm. One thing we are asking of our customers is to order earlier to give more time to work through our editing process. When we see disruptions, having open lines of communication is the key to success. I think we can all relate to, you know, to what you were saying. We all um, have wondered where the products are when we go to the store and, and we can't find it. And the, and the same happens um, in our industry with senior living and, and so on. We're all feeling that pain of inflation and it's easy to just keep our heads down and just keep doing the same things that we've always done. But you do a good job of explaining how... Um, inflation has impacted menu costs. So go ahead and share that with us. I've been fortunate to be at Martin Brothers since 2006. And I remember the days of the six number 10 cans of applesauce being $18. Oh my. Um, those days are far gone. Also, $4 PPDs are things of the past. Mm-hmm. Um, just to start off, in the past six months, we've seen an increase across the industry, 18% in packaging, 17% in, in the food costs. 12% in labor. Um, if we look back at, from a 2012 to 2019, that average just on food has been 1.5%. Mm-hmm. So we're almost, we're seeing a huge multiplier in inflation. So as we review kind of where our customers have been and where they should be today, if we, in 2019, if somebody was at $6, they would be at 760 today, just with where inflation is. Same with 550, they'd be at 697, mm-hmm. 2019 to 2022. Having changed nothing. Nothing. They're just doing the the same old thing. Buying the exact same products. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely something that people need to to know and be aware of. Um, So we'll talk about that in in another session. Ryan, you over the years have shared stories with our team that were what I would say a little painful 
in the in the moment, maybe. Not too. It could be a little painful. Painful but or too. funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was trying to be generous. Learn, learning opportunities. Yes. Like I'd like to describe. But you, they've also proven to be great learning opportunities for you. So I was wondering if you could share one of those. When looking at your operation, it's important to review where your dollars are being spent. But most importantly, it is important to look at your overall program. Waste plays a major factor in contributing to high food costs. In the restaurant industry, studies have shown that it can be upwards of 10%. 10 is a huge number. Looking at long-term care and senior living, that's almost double. It's close to 20%. Another example, when I was at a community and noticed they were pre-pouring all of their juices and putting lids on them, they were doing it because of staff. That's what they've always done. Um, they were moving them into a walk-in cooler. They were doing it maybe at 5.30 or 6 o'clock when they got in there. Breakfast is at 8. Um, this community, just by moving away from the pre-pouring um, to remove, removing the lids, they saved close to $3,000. Just a quick fix. But looking at your overall operations, um, just because we've done something that way, we have to continue to evolve, and that's been a big, big difference that way. Why is that number so much higher? On the overproduction? Um, compliance with menus and poor systems have all contributed to this number being at about 20%. Um, if you serve an extra 15 meals throughout the day at $2.25 per meal, that can raise your PPD 62 cents in a community with a census of 65. Mm -hmm. We have a large amount of tools, um, and one of the biggest is really our menu program, making sure that you're having quantified recipes and basing it off of that. If your census goes up, you know, build off of, uh, off of that. If your census goes down, make sure that you're making the production that's necessary. Yeah, absolutely. So, Ryan, what would you say that our customers can do to move forward in the, in the times that we find ourselves in? I just hit on menus, but looking at your menu first, adjust for inflation. Um, reviewing what you're offering to your residents and, and ways to mitigate that, the impact of inflation. For example, turkey. We're having a lot of challenges with turkey. So either looking at an alternative protein or just looking at it as a limited uh, basis. Produ same can be said with produce and vegetable offerings. Where can we make substitutions that way? Bacon. I love bacon. <laughs> but do we really need to have a 10 to 14 count bacon? Um, or could we look to a 14 to 18 or an 18 to 22 count to get more yield to help support? Also reviewing your liquids and juice offerings, um, looking at the size of the glasses, that pre-pouring example that I hit on earlier, In incorporating um, drink mixes. Those mm -hmm. type of things can really help. And th that's just a fraction of the cost of what 100% juice would be. Mm -hmm. We can also look at a spin-down approach, um, working off of a number and implementing a strong tracking system. Our financial insights and GL coding allow our customers time savings it eliminates inaccuracies of GL um, coding, and then having a consistent way of tracking your purchases. Yeah, those are excellent ideas, and some of those uh, we'll, be, we'll be building on through the, the course of this mini-series. Uh, so we'll talk about menus and, and some of those other time savers and, and labor savers too. But what else on that labor side can our customers and, and those listening do? I want to highlight being flexible with scheduling. Um, utilizing social media, knowing who your target audience when with recruiting. Um, things have changed and evolved from where they were before, where you could just put something out in the newspaper and people would apply. Yeah. You have to go and recruit them to come, come and, and be at your community. 
Um, reviewing your meals per labor hours. Um, currently, the healthcare industry is about five meals per labor hour in the food service industry. Um, are you adjusting your schedule based off of census? When census goes down, mm-hmm. um, adjusting your hours down, those type of things. And when it comes back up, adjusting that way. Also, a lot of excitement um, to help with the, the labor side on the automation and robotics. Martin Brothers is investing and we're selling um, robots to our customers and really excited. And we have a team that is here to support our customers. And then the biggest thing is that ROI on that investment is there. And so we're excited to, to roll that out. Yeah, those are certainly really exciting opportunities to see us, to see where we've been, you know, the, the applesauce that you talked about. And now we're talking about robotics and, and the pandemic is what drove us there. So good things have come and we still have some challenges ahead of us, but I so appreciate your time and pointing out uh, where we need to lay the groundwork so that we can build off of that from there. So thanks so much, Ryan. Thank you, Gretchen. Really appreciate your time. Be sure to join us again as we explore what's feeding your bottom line.